0: hello and welcome to grace in the marketplace my name is tafara butai did you know that god is inside kairos moments divine connections favor unmerited strength for his children for the marketplace i like to call all of this god's grace in the marketplace and so on this podcast that's what we're going to be talking about and many other subjects let's check out today's podcast Good evening and welcome to yet another episode of uh, the Grace in the Marketplace. I was about to say the Grace Podcast, (laughs) but that wouldn't have been complete. It's the Grace in the Marketplace Podcast. My name is Tavara Butai. Uh, Man, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to tonight. Uh, I'm with my co-host, my beautiful wife. Hello. uh, The one and only uh, Mrs. Chippo Butai. (laughs) Do I have an applause on here? Let me. Do you have an applause? Okay. All right. Oh, no. No, no applause. I'll, I'll try next time. <laughs> well, good evening. Good
1: evening, family. Good evening, family. Tonight is going to be amazing. So you want to make sure that you share, share, share. We always say sharing is caring. So share this broadcast with a with a friend or two. Share it with your frenemies. Amen. <laughs> They'll be Amen. blessed.
0: Amen. They're going to be blessed. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we're going to be talking about how you can rise to convergence, how you can rise to uh, reaching your maximum potential, how you can rise... Mm. And, uh, you know, many other things that we're going to look at. I think it's going to be powerful. I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. it. Let's and I know we have people watching from all over the world. Uh, let me send a few shout outs. Yeah, I see Cordani, Cordy is in the building. I see um, Tozani Dinga is in the building. Man, we get a lot of people that watch these uh, podcasts live. And man, we, th- we just want to thank you for your commitment mm-hmm. to join us live. Mm-hmm. I know some of you uh, are not yet able to join live because of Lord Shedding and many other reasons. but uh you know we are we are we are load shading you know in this season so uh hey we hope that that season will pass so that our oh, everybody... american
1: viewers are probably wondering what load shedding is yeah load shedding is <laughs> when
0: when they cut the power you know i was in uh in denver <laughs> in we colorado were we, we were together. together yeah i was we were in denver yay, colorado
1: yay.
0: and um while we were there i remember you know the something interesting happened my, my screen is is shaking. Okay, there it is. It okay. was the music. I, oh no, it's not the music. I don't know what's going on in my screen. Uh, it's kind of shaking. I don't know if that's me. But is that the uh, internet? Is, is that okay, okay? We're gonna we're uh-huh. gonna use that okay. camera while we figure that out. But we were in um in Denver, Denver Colorado. Mm. You remember? Mm. And uh, the power there was a power cut. Man, and uh, man, I'm telling you, I was excited. we didn't flinch. I was not excited, but <laughs> we didn't flinch. You know, they had a power cut in the hotel. Yeah. And all these Americans were coming in they and complaining. Were freaking and, out. And freaking <laughs> like, out. It's hey, dark.
1: Put on the lights. A, we the, need electricity here. Yeah. It's a fire escape hazard.
0: <laughs> this is crazy. And, uh, man, you'd be uh, glad to know that your boy didn't flinch. <laughs> <laughs> I got enough training, so I didn't flinch. I was just like, whatever. And uh, then the manager of the hotel well. came mm. and said, hey, listen, uh, we're going to give you free mm, lunch. Yeah. Gave remember. us vouchers for whatever we wanted to eat. For free and
1: uh and we kind of had to pretend like man this like, is really awesome this yeah, is really awful like, this, this is really horrible. really bad no yes thank you very much for this lunch you know you, we really do deserve it yeah, <laughs> but it back was. at the ranch we were like man this is cool yeah they treat cool. us this way they,
0: they, yeah they treat us with respect and so uh <laughs> we're still fixing the other camera that's got both of us and uh but while we do that we're going to get into tonight's teaching and uh man I think I really do think it's going to be a blessing to you. Amen. We are looking at uh, what I like to call uh convergence but before we do that we have a question. Mm-hmm. We have a question from uh Henry Gotosa from Pastor Henry. He was not able to dial in because of uh load shedding. Load shedding. <laughs> yeah, we are shedding the load. <laughs> man, I wish I could I wish they introduced uh uh calorie shedding yeah that's going to the gym (laughs) that's what it is (laughs) but uh uh, uh, pastor henry you know sent his question Mm -hmm. uh via email and i'm going to read it and attempt to answer it and this is the question he says how do you reach a place of convergence now for some of you who may not know what convergence is it's just a place where you are now flourishing and you're functioning in your assignment at an optimum level and reaching millions upon millions on the earth uh, with your assignment and uh, just changing lives and and not just that, but God rewarding you uh, for doing that. So uh, the question is, how do you reach a place of convergence whereby you are using your gifts and maximum impact and uh, financial reward in the same vein? How do you ensure that you are not putting effort Inventures that will waste your time now. This is two questions in one, Mm. and I think the first place the first question is, How do you reach you know convergence? How do you do that? And that's the question we're going to try and uh, Mm. you know answer. Uh, Reaching convergence, you know, let me just tell everybody while we're jumping in that you know, convergence you usually reach convergence in the latter years of your life, why? Because God tests you for leadership Mm. he doesn't test you for 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 going to heaven but when it comes to leadership there are some some integrity tests that god brings our way not to trip us up but to prepare us for what he has coming and so there are some integrity tests that we see that god has outlined for promotion in particular he says if you're not able to Be faithful with the little who will entrust you with the much. So we see an integrity test right there. And it's sad to say that a lot in the body of Christ never reach convergence. In fact, they estimate that only 20% of the church reach convergence. The rest of the people don't ever get to live in this place called convergence that Pastor Henry is talking about. And I'm going to go back a little bit and talk about the sovereign gifts and the sovereign Mm -hmm. callings of God, the sovereign foundations, that's what we call them. You know, you didn't have a choice in in the sex that you were born. You didn't have a choice in the skin color that you were born. Mm -hmm. You didn't have a choice in the geographical location that you were born. We call those sovereign foundations. God Mm -hmm. saw it fit that you were born at such a time as this because God wanted you to make an impact to this generation. Mm -hmm. And we call those sovereign foundations. But those sovereign foundations are there to help us indicate what our inclinations are, which we Mm -hmm. call spiritual gifts in the church. And once you find out what your inclination is, spiritual gifts, and you start developing that, it's going to take years Mm -hmm. to develop that and to pass all the integrity tests that I'm talking about, faithfulness, things of that nature, so that you don't waste it. Mm -hmm. So scripture says, have you thought about it? Mm -hmm. God said, do not put a novice in a position of... Now, I used to think God will give us scripture so that we do the Bible, we do the scripture, and then God is just going to do his own thing. That's not how it works. God gives us scripture and God obeys the word. Mm -hmm. And so, if God tells us to not put a novice in a position of leadership or influence, definitely God is not going to do uh, 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 that to you. He's not going to put you in a position of influence or leadership in your early years of of growing. Uh, but in your latter years of convergence, you know, God will then you know uh, uh, release this this anointing and this convergence over your life, and you're able to do things at a much higher level than you've ever done in your entire life. And this this sometimes takes years. Mm you know i remember i was sharing last week that god spoke to me last week and he said you know with regards to faith your church and what the lord has called us to do we haven't even reached we haven't even reached the starting line you know wow. forget running the race we haven't even reached the starting line god is still preparing us he's still putting the team together hmm. uh, he's still developing us so that we are able to run the race the way he wants us to run uh, but he, he hasn't even started doing that wow wow that's amen cool. amen praise the <laughs> lord and so i want to read the scripture i want to read the scripture have you answered uh, the second question that's that's where i'm going okay. to now okay. you said, you know but before i answer the question i'm going to read this scripture it's about sovereign foundations okay. it's psalm 139 uh, verse uh, 13 and 14. psalm 139 the, the entire you know chapter is awesome it's brilliant when you get a chance please make sure you read that uh, but uh, this is what he said. This is God speaking. He said, for uh, you created, this is uh, uh, David, rather, talking about how God you know, created him, and he says this. He says, for you created my in- innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And so here he's talking about how God knit us. While we were in our mother's womb, God is the one that came up with the idea of you, right? Mm-hmm. You thought it was your parents, no, it wasn't. It was God, and God knit you together when you were in your mother's womb, and He gave you what we call found uh, sovereign foundations. You know, the, your sex, like we already said, your gifting, your talents, mm-hmm. and and things of that nature. I mean, He put that, your inclinations, He put that on the inside of you uh, when you were born. Mm-hmm. I mean, like yourself, you yeah. have an inclination for numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, I have an inclination for creativity and and, and leadership and and, and these are all different things that God put in us while Mm. we were being formed in our mother's womb. Now, this comes uh, uh, inside of you but there's another responsibility that comes with that which is to develop. it. Absolutely. Not really develop it, grow in it, right? Absolutely. It's like he gives you this shoe that's, you know, size 18. Now Mm. you have to grow. My mother used Mm. to do that and he used to just make me angry we would go and buy you know grade one school uniforms and then she would buy me a grade three school yeah my uniform. mom did that as well <laughs> and then i'm so asking so we'd have why. to grow into it and she it. said well, <laughs> you have to grow into it and essentially that's what mm. god does with sovereign foundations is that he creates you with a big uniform right so as it were mm. a, v- a-, a very big you-, you can't even imagine how big it is you can't even imagine how big it is mm. i mean it's huge and he creates you with that thing and then uh now it's your responsibility to grow in it Amen. it becomes your responsibility to grow in it uh, in those sovereign foundations and inclinations and i'm going to answer the second question and then we'll get into tonight's teaching you he, he also say this in the same vein how do you ensure that you're not putting efforts in ventures that will uh waste your time i, I you know i don't believe that uh you know anything we do is really time wasted because mm-hmm. we can definitely learn from you know mm. stuff that we do uh, but uh, you know this is why the holy spirit was given Amen. right uh, he 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 begins to uh, reveal to us exactly what we should be getting involved with mm. he begins to reveal to us exactly what he has called us to do yeah. and uh, another thing you know i want to share about praise and worship is that psalm 34 8 i think it is mm-hmm. Uh, um, what does it say? Uh, delight yourself in the lord is that 348 i think it is oh man and yeah you it today, can google it. Okay, I'll google it yes ah. you know it's somewhere in psalm right someone can tell me in the comment section i'm gonna look i know someone definitely knows it uh you know it, it says that if you delight yourself in the lord then the lord will give you the desires of your heart and so this is where praise and worship comes in this is where you know finding yourself in a church community and being around believers this is where mm-hmm. it comes in and as you are delighting yourself in the lord god begins to put his desires on the inside of you like i mean my absolute desire what makes me tick is just seeing people's lives transformed amen you know
1: me too yeah, <laughs> i
0: just i just want to see people's lives yeah. transformed that's what drives me and um. That's the desire God put on the inside of Amen.
1: me. I want to add to that a little bit. And I think, you know, the, the thing is to not be afraid to do something because mm-hmm. I think sometimes we overanalyze um, things and we can it can result in analysis paralysis. And, and, and as an example, you know, in the very early years of my career, you know, God opened up a door for me to move from asset management mm-hmm. to banking, to investment banking. And man, I'd, I'd always thought God's, positional place for me was asset management and so i almost didn't take that opportunity right because i just didn't just it didn't ever occur to me yeah but man thank god i did because even in that you know even even if you if even if you go for an opportunity and maybe it's not the wrong thing that you should it's the wrong thing that you're doing right and god will just lead you the right way come on man he's almost he's like a gps the holy spirit is like a gps yeah you just, you just need to keep moving forward you know, you just need to put up your hand for opportunities, right? doesn't really matter what they are, right? Yeah. If you've made the wrong choice, it doesn't matter. Keep Man, moving. Keep moving. Keep, it keep moving. Keep up. Keep
0: it moving, keep, don't keep, stop. Keep no. It Just do it I think it. it's a song.
1: And I hey, is it a is it it a song? Keep it's a it song. moving, don't stop. No, no. Keep, keep it moving. moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Just go for it. Man, God works with someone that's moving.
0: Hey, okay. listen, we also have an album coming out, and, <laughs> and they wanted to get me to sing on that album. But anyway, forget about it. You can But rap. here's the deal is that keep it moving, right? When you it's easier to steer a car that's moving than the one that's in park.
1: Yeah. And and the one that's in part is because you're stuck in analysis paralysis, yeah. right, man? God, God, God is so awesome. You know, he he uses all your experiences. To get you and to move you, uh, to use those experiences to really ultimately what he's called you and he's designed you to do. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Man, I feel like I'm talking to someone who's afraid of venturing out into something different. It may not necessarily be something familiar to you. It may not even be something that you um, thought would happen. But man, just do it. Just Praise keep moving. God. Just keep moving, okay? Man, you know, that's... So, so I kept moving. So I made that decision, went into investment bank. Man, the doors that God has opened up for me. On. The, the gifts that I didn't even realize um, I had, man, they started coming to the fore. Come on. And 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 man, you know, like, keep, keep it moving, okay? Come keep on. it moving. <laughs>
0: Come on. Praise the Lord. So we want to talk a little bit about innovation tonight. That's what I want to talk about a little bit about innovation. But before we do that, we have a quick announcement for you. Uh, and uh, before we bring the quick announcement, I just want to give a quick shout out to everybody else that's came, that's uh, just come on here. Uh, Lloyd, Lloyd is on here. Pastor Dan's all the way in Durban is in the building. Uh, Julia. Hey, Julia, I'm still trying to figure out how to pronounce your surname. How do I pronounce Julie's she, uh, Julia's ser-
1: also in Durban?
0: Yeah, she's in in Durban. Durban. I can pronounce her second name, it's Mbali, but the, the, the surname I'm is I'm gonna
1: try. It. I think it's German. Fa Fasnatch.
0: Fashnatch. But Fasnach. you gotta be German with it. Fashion, you know. Well, so. I'm coming
1: on Sunday, so you can teach me, okay?
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Julie. Please teach my wife and she'll teach me. Uh, we else is on here. Stuart Agnew is in the building. He says you guys are a blessing. Matt, you and uh your beautiful wife, Jen. You. Mm-hmm. They you are a blessing. They lead a church called the Tribe Church. Uh, if you live in the uh, West Rand area, please be sure to check them out. The tribe church is the tribe in the building. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, we also I think I've given shout outs to everybody. If I didn't give a shout out to you, please pop a comment yeah. in the comment section and I'm, I'll be sure to do that. Let's just take a break. We'll be back talking about creativity, innovation. It's a scriptural principle. Mm-hmm. It is also a promise in God's word. So don't touch the dial. Don't go anywhere. I'll be back and I'll show you through scripture. That God has innovation for you. He has creativity for you as a promise in his word. And I'm not baffling. It's right in God's word. So stay tuned. Don't touch the dial. See you on the other side.
1: The Grace in the Marketplace podcast is back. Tune in every Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. Central African time. Live on all of our social media platforms
0: see you there. This message and this book, Grace in the Marketplace, it's a game changer. You know, and if there's one thing that Pastor Tafara said that really stood with me, is on the principle of faithfulness. He says, God has scattered supernatural opportunities of favor on the path of faithfulness. Man, I've applied myself in the marketplace and I'm experiencing supernatural increase, promotion, exponential growth, and all this is attributed to this one principle, faithfulness in your assignment. What's up? Hey guys, we as 316 Youth, we are having our first spring camp called Faith Kick. It's going to be full of Jesus, full with loads of fun. It's going to be crazy, and it's going to be wild. This is an experience that you will never forget.
1: Here's an opportunity for you, if you are between the ages of 11 and 18, to be there. Invite a friend or two. There's always room for you.
0: Yes, it's happening on the 17th of September in Mahalisbek for one night only, Saturday to Sunday. So register, sign up, and it's 400 rand per person. And that includes
1: transport, accommodation, food, snacks, prizes, and loads and loads of fun activities to do. So what do you say? Sign up today.
0: Sounds cool, right? So do register for the Faith Kick Camp. Yes, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Man, I'm excited. We just uh, talked a little bit about rising uh, to convergence and uh, now we're going to look at creativity i promised you i said creativity in god's word is a promise in god's word can
1: we just can we just um share that that scripture was psalm 37 verse 4. yeah
0: i said 34 (laughs) verse 7 so i kind of swapped them around yeah okay.
1: but just in case someone's looking for it it's psalm 37 verse 4.
0: 37 verse 4. Delight yourself in the Lord, Lord, Lord and he will give, will give you the desires of your heart. Now, Scripture says this. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go through there, but that's not really the neighborhood. I want to spend some time. It says in John 16, verse 3, it says, i be it when the Spirit of truth is come, he'll guide you into all truth, and uh, he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever you shall, he shall hear, he shall speak, and he'll show you things to come. I want to share this with you that, um, you know, Jesus, John the Baptist, while he was ministering on the earth, he said this. John the Baptist was one of the most important people to ever walk on the face of the earth. You know, he came to prepare the way for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And when Jesus walked, he pointed and he said, this is he, the Lamb of God that came to take away the sin of the world. But John said this. He said there is one coming. Who will not baptize you with just water? He's also going to baptize you uh, with with fire. Now, one characteristics of fire, characteristic of fire is that fire is an advancing non-negotiable influence that naturally vibrates at high levels that everything that it comes into contact with cannot remain the same. It has to change form. If it comes into contact with iron, it has to become a malt and iron, right? If it comes into contact with wood, it has to come, become ashes. And so fire is a non-negotiable advancing force. And so when Jesus said, he's going to, uh, John said, Jesus is coming to baptize us with fire. He's not talking about, you know, baptizing us so we can act crazy or so we can, you know, feel, you know, a tingling thing on our head. He's talking about influence because as that fire goes into the world, that fire is going to bring influence into every single uh, a place that you go into. And essentially, that's what convergence is. It's when your influence is at such a level that you are vibrating at that level that all you need to do is to show up. That's you know, there are stories of T.L. Osborne that were shared that all he needed to do was to just show up. And as they were still at the airport, uh, uh, you know, disembarking in, in Lumumbasha, People are already starting to get healed. Why? Because of that convergence, that influence uh, that was on his life. And I'm telling you, we are coming into such a season in these last days. We are coming into such a season where, you know, children of God are going into places and they're going to bring influence, the influence of the kingdom of God uh, with them. And now when it comes to grace in the marketplace you know we talk about uh uh, uh you know uh, creativity we talk about innovation and i want to go quickly to isaiah 45. this is god speaking uh, uh giving a promise to a secular king i mean this dude uh, cyrus is the person that god anointed to do the work of uh, you know dethroning babylon so that the children of israel this was for the sake of the children of israel everything that god is doing in the kingdom Uh, in this world is going to be for the sake of the church, his his bride. Uh, Everything that God does, even the prosperity that we preach is for the sake of preaching the gospel. It still goes back to uh, the preaching of the gospel. Now, in Isaiah, 45. God anoints this secular king. This is an ungodly king, right? And he says, I've, 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 I've held your right hand. Watch what he says. He says, uh, the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I've hold. And God is holding, you know, Cyrus's right hand, mm-hmm. which is a, a hand of authority. So God is putting his authority on Cyrus. And he says this. He says, to subdue the nations before him, I will loose the loins of kings to open before him the two levered gates and the gates shall not be shut." So everywhere uh, Cyrus goes and says, man, nothing will be able to stop you. Mm -hmm. The kings, they're going to welcome you. The doors that are before you, they're going to be opened by themselves. Uh, The gates shall not be shut. This is the kind of influence that we're talking about. And watch what he then says in verse 2. He says, I will go before thee and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of brass and the cutters in asunder the bars of iron. Now, Making crooked paths straight is a powerful uh, 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 revelation, revelatory message, if you will, of innovation because, uh, you know, what is the shortest distance between two points? It's, It's innovation. You know, I know uh, uh, somebody else, who was it, Einstein, I don't know, who said the shortest distance between any two points is a straight line. They were right. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, in the practical sense of doing life, what's a straight line going to do for me? I you ain't going <laughs> to pay my rent. It's not going to, you know, give me bread. I need something more, you know, of substance. And so I'm trying to give you substance now. And the substance is this. The shortest distance between any two points is innovation and you know i use this example that the shortest distance between Johannesburg and cape town in in 1908 was an animal drone cut you know three weeks later that was the shortest distance between Johannesburg and cape town wow. and that improved when uh, we had a four-stroke engine modern better known as a motor vehicle mm-hmm. uh to 18 hours if you have a you know, really nice car with air conditioning and goes fast, you know, garden route, 18 hours. Uh, But, you know, the shortest distance was also improved through innovation to a two-hour flight. And while we're getting really impressed by that, God looks at that and he's thinking, this is just crooked places. Because the story that we're reading here was of uh, Cyrus, you know, standing outside of Babylon. Mm -hmm. And Babylon was the city of technology at the time. And Cyrus is intimidated by what he's looking at. He's looking at Babylon and he's thinking, man, this is this is there's no way I can top this. And God comes on the scene and He says, oh no, that's just crooked places. That's those crooked places. This is a crooked path. I'm gonna give you something better. I'm gonna top that. And essentially, that's what God is saying to us tonight. Sometimes you get intimidated by your competitors. You're looking at them and you know you're thinking, oh man, this is ooh, there's no way I can top that. You're looking at businesses that have been in existence for 50 years, 100 years, and you're thinking, man. There's no way I can I can I can compete with them. There's no way I can get something better. But here's the deal: is that the truth of the matter is, God is saying He will go before us and make crooked places straight. When He goes before us, you'll be able to get something better. Shortest distance between any two points, which is innovation, creativity, technology, it's gonna come and 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 it's definitely gonna be a blessing to uh, the people that you know we 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 then use these. Um, you know, uh, products too, and and we just minister to. And so, this is a you know one of the two uh, promises that I wanted to share with you uh, that are in Scripture concerning you know innovation. Uh, innovation is for us. Amen. Amen. And if we're going to re- reach convergence, we need to think this way. I mean, the question I have is: Where are the Bill Gates, you know, that God wanted to raise in the church? Where mm. are the Steve Jobs that mm. God wanted to raise in the church? Where are the the, the, the Elon Musk's mm. that God wanted to raise in the church, so they can confront this woke culture head on, head mm. strong? Right? Yeah. Yeah. They were they were not showing up, and we have to change our thinking. We have to start thinking this way. If God is going to use us to to engage culture, mm-hmm. so that the gospel, it says, the 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 mountain of the Lord shall be established above every other mountain. Amen. And for that mountain to be established, it's going to take a bunch of crazies mm-hmm. that believe these things that will say, "Man, you know what? We're going forward, and we're going to believe this, and we we we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna Amen. implement this. We're gonna do it in our communities and so on and so on." Amen. Amen. And uh, to, to wrap it up, I'm going to give you another one. Uh, it says here in John 16 13, when the Holy Spirit comes, the Spirit of truth, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak of himself. Whatsoever you he shall hear, you he shall speak, and he will show you things to come. Right. This is a marketplace uh, verse right. to me because the Holy Spirit, you know, is here. To, to to help us in every aspect of our lives. Sometimes we compartmentalize our lives. We, we have the religious, we have the you know, church, life church box over the, here. The
1: church building life.
0: The church building life church, <laughs> life, church box over here. And then when we say to people, you know, uh, the Holy Spirit will show you things to come, they will restrict that to the mm. church box. They say, mm. okay, yeah, definitely. you will show me things to come with regards to, Word of wisdom, word of mm. knowledge, and they don't realize word of wisdom, word of knowledge is also for the marketplace.
1: Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. You, you need
0: a word of knowledge and a word of wisdom mm. for you to be able to make the right decisions for the marketplace. You, you you need to engage the Holy Spirit and ask him and allow him to show you things to come. Why? Because he has not called us to a ministry of copy and paste.
1: Can I share a, an exa- a testimony? You I can share. The share. Marketplace, Praise right? God. Um, and we have we have a, a believer in the marketplace who you know really really started applying these principles um, of of the Holy Spirit showing her or showing us as a team things to come, and the Holy Spirit actually gave a, a I believe a word of wisdom um, just and this was in probably about 2019 about um the cotton industry and about how us as a business really about how as a business we needed to start positioning ourselves to really start um playing an active part in that in that in the in the in the building up of of that of that specific industry and man when she told people they were like what are you talking about that's dead that industry's gone yeah. to like Asia you know um and and, and and people really kind of wrote that off man but she she knew she'd she she'd heard a word from the Lord right Come on. this was a, a, a I believe a word of wisdom 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 that the the Holy Spirit had really imparted her for the company Mm. and so she stood her ground and guess what she 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 formed the connections she she made plans in place so that when this thing would happen whatever would happen you know we'd be positioned as a team as a business to capitalize right and guess what happened COVID came through (laughs) and a lot of um, imports and all of that stuff was was really stopped so guess what um industry kind of is become very instrumental um in 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 the economy cotton right come on <laughs> local manufacturing and yeah. guess what because she hang on to this word because she heard um the holy spirit the holy spirit showed her things to come in the form of a word of wisdom and she was able to position um the business to really just capitalize and, and 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 be really at the forefront um of of a new industry
0: praise the lord man i'm telling you we are not in the information age anymore you know a lot of people talked about the information age and things of that nature man, we're not in the information age anymore because information is just available you know there was a time when when uh, you know information was like man it was oh man who could tell all these different things you know i remember in high school we used to have quiz and and uh, people would come and they would say, what's the capital city? of?" <laughs> I don't need to store that in my head anymore. It's, my- it's on my phone. Okay? You, <laughs> so what I need to use my head space for is to create, to create. And to. this is why it's interesting, right, that there's a group of people that they call content creators. They're doing well. They're flying. You know why? Because we are in the age of creation. We are in the age of insight. We are in the age of allowing the Holy Spirit to show us things to come and be creative Amen. with it so that we can we can, we can can engage culture. We can preach the gospel. We can allow the kingdom of God to forcefully advance uh, so that it can touch every corner of the earth. And so I want to just encourage you with this as we close that, that don't put the Holy Spirit in a, in a box. You know, we, we you and I do the Grace in the Marketplace in Los Angeles uh, together. And the last one we did, we had a, an actor, you know, Derek Luke. He's an award-winning actor. Him and his wife, Sophia Luke, came and did it with us. And uh, what was interesting was uh, when he, he began to share his story about winning that award. Mm-hmm. And he said this. He said he went on the scene with Denzel Washington, right? And he, that was his mentor at that, at, at that movie. What's the name of the movie?
1: Anton Fisher. Ant-
0: Antoine Fisher. Antoine Fisher, right? Yeah. Antoine Fisher. Antoine. Antoine, Antoine, Antoine Fisher. Yeah, that, Antoine that, that's Fisher. True. The main actor on Antoine Fisher. Antoine. Antoine <laughs> Fisher. Fisher. Fisherman.
1: Moving on swiftly. Moving on swiftly.
0: So that dude, it, it, it was a scene on that movie that won him the award. And he he, he taught that at mm. the Grace in the Marketplace in Los Angeles.
1: Yeah, that God. That God had actually given the Holy Spirit had given him how to act out that scene. Yeah, he the night before. He had actually not even practiced it Come with on. his mentor. Literally the night before He was supposed to act out that scene The Holy Spirit had literally Given him the scene Because that's how it works In that industry right Come on. You just get a script And you act <laughs> yeah. They don't tell you Like you must walk slowly You must um, have a certain tone In your voice Man you just need to bring What you bring yeah. And so the Holy Spirit gave him Literally gave him the scene Come on. I mean when it was over Everyone was like where That's did you get scene. that from? Yeah. Like, where did you get that from? And that was apparently the award-winning scene. That was the really the scene that tipped the the scales for
0: him to win to win the award. And thank God, Derek didn't put the Holy Spirit in a box mm-hmm. and say, you know, I'm just going to need you when I'm at church for a goosebump, <laughs> for a butterfly in my yeah. stomach, for for a touch. He didn't say that. He said, hey, Holy Spirit, go with me to work. Go with me to the boardroom. Drive with me. Show me what I need to do. You know, we started writing this this album. By the way, we have a music album coming out. It's, it's, man, it's in the works. When is it coming Uh, out? The first week of June. Yeah. And uh, be on the lookout for that. When we started that, man, we said, Holy Spirit, uh, uh, think through us. Mm -hmm. Give us creativity. Mm -hmm. And people would come up with all kinds of creative ideas. I like creatives. I like people that think outside the box. And some of the songs on there, man, they're amazing. Lovely song.